Hi, this is Russ Flores, author of Seen Unseen Disneyland, and you're listening to Alan Joyce on Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Welcome to Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, episode 109er. For April 12th, 2015. Sniffle, sniffle, sniffle. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Al, and with me as ever is my sniffly, beautiful wife, Joyce. <laughs> yes, I do apologize. Um, I don't know if I have a cold, if it's allergies, yeah. but I've had this for oh, six days, days straight yeah. now. Well, that's what you get for making fun of me for having it. I know. <clears throat> I had it for, I don't know how many, did I have it for eight days straight, something like that? I think so. Yeah. Well, you know, I honestly believe, at the very least, it started with, um, oh, see, wow, what's Kate doing? Digging to China? She is. She's digging a basement so that I could put my studio <laughs> down there. Wow, Katie. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, that's okay. But anyway, um, um, we had our spring break out here uh, from school for the kids, and um, they needed me to, uh, <laughs> Kate's, getting, Kate's getting, she's going crazy. She's trying to get comfortable. She's yeah. sitting right next to me. Oh, is she? Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, they need me. To, they needed me to uh, to run the train for quite a few days in a row, and um, so I was out in this this warm, windy, super windy uh, weather that we had, and I completely lost my voice, and I had you know a sneezing, and it was just really bad. And then uh, I had some friends of mine you know, uh, advised me to just take tons of uh, vitamin C and use Zycam. You know, I needed the zinc. So I bought Zycam and I used it every two hours for several days. And sure enough, it did work. It kind of cleared the sound of me a little bit. I still have a little bit lingering, but it's not too bad. But now Joyce has it. and Yeah. So I was actually on vacation this past week. And last Monday morning, I woke up with a horrible sore throat and I spent my entire week sick Um, I think Thursday was probably about the first day that I really felt like doing anything and but this morning we went to the farmer's market at the park and I think that's probably (laughs) why yeah because it was windy again yeah it's really windy and we have these trees in our backyard and I don't know what kind of trees they are um but they're all over. Um, they get these um, uh, bright yellow flowers. Just, I mean, you could. It looks see like the, yellow snow. You could actually see the pollen just, you know, pour hot of these things. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But you know, I don't know if it's allergies because I've been really suffering from allergies this year. So I don't know if it's allergies or if it's a cold. But um, one of the things that we've been getting from the farmers market. And, and I think that it's helping me up until this past week anyways. Um, we've been buying local honey. Yeah, the local, and, um, the local mesquite. Mm-hmm, and honey. I've been using it for medicinal purposes. And, you know, it 
it, like I said, it's really been helping me. Um, that's why I think this might be a cold and not allergies. Well, I think it might be a combination. So it's callergies. Yes. Or uh, allercold. <clears throat> it's an allercold. Hey, I'm going to trademark that. Aller code. Okay. Aller code. Aller code. Yeah, cold. I think you should. Yeah, well, well, we've been having some crazy weather here, and I bet everybody's getting sick of hearing about that, huh? <laughs> yeah. But the weather has been strange. I know. It's been kind of cool this week. It's actually been cooler here this week um, than it has been back in Indiana, which is kind of weird. Yeah. We had we were flirting with 100 for a week or so, and now we're back down into the you know, mid-70s. It's just, it's crazy. It's, it's, they're all signs of the apocalypse, I'm telling you. Yeah. The apocalypse is on the way. The zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse. Here it comes. Yeah. Speaking of zombies, though, you like that segue? I do. Uh, Comic Con is coming up soon. The Phoenix Comic Con is next month. Yep. I'm so jazzed about it. So if you guys have any, uh, you know, if you have any questions or anything that you'd like us to ask or anything, you know, you like this, like to see us cover. Let us know, and we'll see if we can do it for you. But I'm I'm really excited. They they added some new names to the um, to the panels. Uh, who who was added? Um, um, I don't remember. Oh my gosh, a lot of people. <laughs> the guy who played the governor on the on the Walking Dead, he's going to be there. Um, there's just it's just going to be so cool. I can't wait. Mm. Yeah, so it'll be fun. What else is new with you? Um. Well, yesterday. I saw this post on Facebook that that somebody found. Um, sorry, Disney. What's what's the name of it? Um, Dave Smith's Disney A to Z Encyclopedia oh, yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. The book, and yeah. and she said that you know she'd like for him to sign it. And I commented on her post and said I would love to have the book, but they don't sell it in Arizona. Well, come to find out. She lives in Arizona, and she did buy it at one of the Sam's Clubs here. So we don't have a Sam's Club membership, but um, but DC Sarah um, told me that she does, so mm. that next time she goes to Sam's Club, she'll look and see if she can find it for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really excited because I've wanted this book for a long yeah. time. She's been she's been hunting for this book for years. Yeah, when the I didn't. Um, really actively look for the first or the second edition, even though it would be nice to have a first edition of it. But I looked for the third edition on on eBay, and it was going for like hundreds of dollars. And it's like, this is ridiculous. I'm yeah. not going to pay $100 for this book. So when I found out that he released a new edition, I was really, really excited. So maybe cool. I'll have the fourth edition. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Oh, we discovered a new show on Netflix. Now, Joyce and I like the binge watch, which actually, you know, that that term I think is in the dictionary now. It's actually an official word now, binge watching. But anyway, um, we've we watched uh, all the shows that we like to watch and now nothing's on now. But we Netflix has got a new uh, Marvel series called Daredevil based on the uh, comic book Daredevil. And, um, you know, I've never been a huge Daredevil fan. When I was a kid, I, you know, I, I read a couple of the comic books. I knew a little bit about the story. But then the Ben Affleck movie, Ben Affleck movie came out and totally screwed it up for me. So I never wanted to see Daredevil ever again because it was horrible. But this new one is awesome. 
Yeah, I saw a lot of people posting about it on Facebook before we started watching it. Yeah. And I didn't think I'd like it, but, you know, I thought, oh, well, I'm not doing anything anyways. I don't <laughs> have the energy to yeah. do anything. So um, Al started watching it, and and I watched it with him, and I actually like it. Yeah. It's really, it's it's gritty, kind of gritty and dark. Um, of course, the darkness might just be the lamp on our TV going out. <laughs> But it's uh, it's really good. It's um, I like I said to Joyce uh, when we started watching it. It kind of reminds me of Marvel's version of Batman, because Matt Murdock, who you know who's who's Daredevil, is kind of like that. He doesn't really have superhero powers like you know like um, Captain America or you know something like that. But he's just awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it is really good. Yeah. And we won't give any spoilers. Away. No, no spoilers. We won't talk about the, you know, the tail that he grows or anything like that. <laughs> mm. um, anything else? Um, yes. Yes. Poor little Katie. Katie girl. So. Now, before, before, before you say that, we've all experienced this. Every one of us who's ever had our hair cut has experienced this. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, the other day, she got into these prickly things in the backyard. Yeah, because, you know, welcome to early spring heat in uh, in Arizona. We got all kinds of weird weeds. Now, everything everything in Arizona, everything that grows in Arizona is, you know, designed to kill people. Even the weeds have those little thorns on them. Yeah, so... Um, so she kind of needed an emergency grooming, <laughs> like same day grooming, and danger, Will Robinson. And my first, second, my first and second choice um, for grooming. Yeah, we're not available. So one day, I met this older gentleman at the park, and he was telling me that he took his dog to this place in New River, which isn't too far away from us. Called Claws and Paws. Yes, I said it. Claws and Paws. To get his dog groomed, and and I thought, well, I'll give it a try, and <clears throat> um, I'm not going to go into great detail, but I should have just ran the other way mm-hmm. when after first calling him, but because she needed to be groomed so bad, I took her anyways, and they told us that it would take three hours, and ended up taking four, four hours, and, a half. and she's. It looks like a two-year-old cutter. Yeah, and long story short, <laughs> because let, let's not make this uh, you know one of those kind of episodes. But long story short, they did a horrible job. They're not willing to you know be honorable and stand up uh, for for you know anything. And we're just out you know, a lot of money for yeah. grooming Kate, and we're never going to go back. Nope. They're just a horrible place. And if I ever meet somebody in the park and they recommend it again, I probably yeah, say, no, you better run. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. on but with uh, on with life. Um, uh, well, I had a very productive week. Um, I completed, I, and, and I, I'm kind of amazed at myself. Uh, I completed two audiobooks and I started prep on another one. That's the Zane Gray one, which is going to be fun. But uh, yeah, I had pretty good. It was pretty fun. Yeah, you did have a very productive week. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> you got to talk about Isaiah. Yes. So the other Grandson day, Isaiah. Yeah. The other day, I don't even remember what I was looking for, but um, I came across this picture 
of Eric. Now, Eric's my son. So I came across this picture of Eric, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is Isaiah. But but Eric is a, is a small... Yeah, Eric was two in this picture. Um, so I took a picture of the picture, and... <laughs> And I sent it to him. I could have scanned it, I guess, but it was just easier to take a picture of the picture. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, I sent it to him, and I told him, we have got to take a picture of Isaiah in the exact same pose, and we wouldn't be able to tell if it was you mm -hmm. or if it was him. They look identical. They do. They look and, like clones. And um, my daughter-in-law's brother both brother and sister um were just amazed at how how isaiah is just mm -hmm. a clone of eric i mean you could not even tell the difference between the two of them yeah there's no there's there's absolutely no doubting <laughs> uh -uh. parentage there isaiah has curly hair and if it wasn't for his curly hair and now his hair's cut short so his curls are for the most part gone but um if it wasn't for the curls, you would not be able to tell the difference between the two of them. Mm. They look 100, well, I guess they have to say 99%. Yeah, so, nothing's 100%. No, especially since he has curls. <laughs> Except the fact that we're going to get nasty weeds and stuff here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, so um, uh, anything else? Oh, you know what? Um, before we move on with the show, uh, Joyce and I have decided to put up a donation-type widget on our website on TalesCast.com. Uh, we've had a couple of, of, you know, questions and inquiries about people who want to, you know, if they wanted to make, you know, like regular donations to the podcast to help keep it going and everything um, and, you know, sponsor other things, uh, how they could do that. So we're going to create something and put it up there and then we'll let everybody know once that's done in case anybody wants to donate to the show. And before we get on with the show, we want to send out a very special welcome to the Tales family. Our good friend and sponsor, Randy Crane and his wife, Faye, they had a little baby girl. Yeah, she's a cutie. Yeah, Adaro Rose Crane. She was born April 2nd, 2015. And uh, she has red hair, blue eyes, and she weighed six pounds, two ounces. Congratulations, you guys. That is Awesome! Yeah, I can't wait to make it to California so we can meet her in person. Yeah, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to bring something though. <laughs> I know before we can see her, but we <laughs> got to have her on the show, Randy, Randy and Faye. You guys have to bring her on the show. Everybody wants to talk to her. <laughs> All right. So anybody who's been following Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland podcast for any length of time has probably heard this quite a few times. But when we started this podcast, we adopted Walt Disney's philosophy of keeping things as fresh as possible, but never, never letting anything get stale. Okay, nothing gets stale around here except our bread. So <laughs> in that vein, we're introducing a new addition, kind of a twist to our freestyling format. So what we're going to do is discuss some of our favorite extinct things from the Disneyland Resort. For example, rides, shows, parades, people, food, restaurants, souvenirs, you know, just whatever. If it's no longer at the resort, we'll talk about it. That's right. So on this episode, we're each going to do a freestyle in about three things. Now, we're talking about things that have gone away since each of us started visiting. So in other words, for me, 2007, and for Joyce... 
1955. <laughs> I wasn't even born in 1955. <laughs> When did you start going to the to Disneyland with your 1969. Okay, so yeah, for me 19, I mean, <laughs> for me 2007, and for Joyce 1969. Maybe 68. Okay, and as always, we don't know what each other is going to talk about. You know, to kind of keep it a surprise. So Joyce, what's the first thing on your extinct freestyling? The first thing on mine is Disney Electrical Parade. Oh yeah, the Electrical Parade. Now, why why is that on your list, and why is it number one? Because that has always been my favorite, favorite, favorite. Um, did you I like that thing? <laughs> I did. It used to be called Main Street. The Main Street Electrical Parade. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and then, you know, it it went to Walt Disney World for a while. And then it came back to Disney California Adventure, and then it went back to Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that someday that they bring it back. Um, I like the original version, the Main Street Electrical Parade, better than the one that they had at California Adventure. I never got to see that one. I only saw the one that they brought back to California Adventure. Yeah, but um, that will always be my favorite, favorite parade. What? Why do you like it so much? What about it? Um, I think just the music and the lights and the, yeah, I don't know. It's always just been, you know, from a little kid, like being so excited to see it. And it was one of those must do things. That like, epitomizes Disney, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't care if you leave me here by myself. I'm doing it. <laughs> Even if I'm five years old. Yeah. I remember that. that we, I remember seeing it. Uh, when was it? The first time we saw it. Probably 2007. Probably. Yeah. Um, and we videotaped it and put that up uh, as, uh, I think it was on YouTube. I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I enjoyed that. We were right down there on the parade line there. Remember that? Yeah. And then a couple of years, and I think it was only there, I think the last time that that it was there was maybe 2010. I don't know the exact date. But um, it to me, it seems like it left in <laughs> 2010. Yeah. But they had... It, um, Wine Country Traditorium. Yeah. They had like um, a dessert and wine special seating area where you could sit and watch the parade and have dessert and a glass of wine. And it was nice to get off your feet and everything, but it's not the same as being down there on the parade route. No, and quite honestly, the the view wasn't as good of yeah. the parade. At least I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so either. But it was still fun to experience. Very cool. So what was yours? Mine is the California letters in front of California Adventure. Oh, I didn't I, think about yeah, that. I loved now I don't get me wrong, I love the new entrance to California Adventure. I, I think it's it's very iconic now. <laughs> it's very regal. I love it. But the California letters were just oh my gosh, I don't even they're an icon. They are an absolute landmark icon. And um I remember the first uh, the first visit to to the Disneyland Resort in 2007 and just uh, we didn't really see those right away because you know we, we stayed at the Grand Californian and um, it was when we went uh, it was after we visited you know the first after we dropped our bags off we went to California Adventure we did Soren I remember doing that mm -hmm. the first thing and then we we walked out and went over to to Disneyland and I remember walking through the exit at California Adventure and seeing those big letters, thinking, this is the coolest thing. But another weird thing about it is 
that from the first moment I saw them, I felt like I'd seen them before, like I'd always seen them before. You know what I mean? Is that kind of weird? Not really. No. I just love them. And yeah. I remember taking, remember all the pictures we've taken of them yeah. over the years? And almost every visit that, that we went there, um, I would take a picture of Al standing between the A and the L. Yeah. And then um, the visit that Amanda went with us, yeah. I had both of you on each side of the A mm-hmm. and, and took your picture. But it was like, there's so many photo ops. Yeah. There was. And I loved how they, they changed the colors. And I don't I don't know if a lot of people noticed that, but they changed the colors with the seasons. Mm-hmm. And then during the holidays, how they would just redress all the letters with the uh, you know the red and white white stripes, and then put all the characters, uh, the Disney characters, hanging off some of the letters with in, in their Christmas. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah, I just I think there's plenty of room in that promenade area where they could have left the letters there. Yeah, they donated them to someone though, or some. I don't remember who they donated. I wish they could have donated them to us. I know we'd put them in our backyard. Yeah, I would have. I would have. <laughs> That's okay. I would have. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's one of the things that I, I truly, truly miss. Okay, what about you? What's the next? Um, so the next one is actually just something that I always enjoyed looking at, but I never rode. But it is an attraction. <laughs> um, the Orange Stinger. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Loved, Another icon. I loved looking at the Orange Stinger. Yeah, we, we almost rode it once. But it was broken down or something. No, <laughs> we got close and watched. Oh, yeah. But the smell of the oranges, the buzzing bees, um, and that's one of the very first things that I remember from our first visit Mm -hmm. in 2007, because that was our view from our hotel room. No. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no. I think so. No, you're thinking of when we stayed at the Paradise Pier. Oh, maybe. I don't (laughs) know. Because we stayed at the Grand Californian, and we we had a view of... of, Oh, no, the um I don't know, I'm it? sick. Grizzly, my brain's Grizzly River working. Rapids. Yeah. But anyways, I like I always liked the Orange Stinger and you know, I understand why they well, they yeah. changed it, mm-hmm. but I still liked it. I did too. It was uh, it was really it really was an iconic uh, attraction there. I mean, you could see that from from so many different places and it's just like, yeah, that's so cute. Yeah. So what's your next one? Electronica. <gasps> I was going to say that. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't. So. I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I I loved Electronica. And and since then, they've had, what, one or two different things now? Two more. Two, two more. They've ones. had the Mad Tea Party, and I don't know what's there now. but The Mad Tea Party came back, but then they had Glowfest. Oh, Glowfest. That's right. Um, but Electronica was it's just awesome. It was a, it was a nighttime... Um, kind of extravaganza uh, over in California Adventure, over in the uh, Hollywood backlot area, mm-hmm. and um, it was obviously all uh, designed and stuff like that uh, to Tron, and they had done that in conjunction with uh, Tron Legacy that came out a few years back, and uh, I just I loved being immersed in it. You you actually felt like you were in the world of Tron. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the cast members that were dressed up like. Uh, you know, um, uh, programs from the grid. And then they had uh, Flynn's Arcade was awesome. I still have uh, six of the tokens from Flynn's Arcade. 
Yeah, and they even had the Tron game in the back that looked identical yeah. to the way it looked in the movie with the, the like cut out. Yeah, where, where the wall, where mm-hmm. the wall behind the, the Tron game in the game opened. I mean, in the movie opened up to reveal uh, his his lab downstairs. And um, remember Laser Man? I do. Oh my gosh, Laser Man was kind of like the um, the headline uh, show. At Electronica, and this this was an amazing thing. The guy the guy had lasers. He he could ma- manipulate lasers, and it was to the music. And in fact, if you want to see what that looks like, go over to our YouTube channel, and um, and look because we have a really great video of of Laser Man on uh, on our YouTube channel. But I miss Electronica when they when they got rid of it and brought Mad Tea Party. No, they brought Glowfest first. No, are you sure? Yes. I thought Glowfest was first and then Electronica. I don't know. Yeah, you, you've been you've been using the uh, the cold medicine, huh? But anyway, when they got rid of Electronica, um, I believe I'm right, they replaced it with um, Mad Tea Party. We 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 went to Mad Tea Party a couple times, but I didn't like it. I just didn't enjoy it as much. Yeah. Maybe I'm just too old for that kind of stuff. Maybe I know a lot of people like it, and they brought it back. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But Electronica, I would, you know, there's they're they're making a third Tron. Um, not sure when they're, they're going to release it, but maybe they'll bring Electronica back somehow. That would be nice. That would be cool. So, what's your final thing? So my final thing is Skyway to Tomorrowland. What's that? I've never seen that. Um. So that is the the sky. Um. The little sky gl- tram thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Is that the thing that used to go through the Matterhorn. It went through the Matterhorn. Um, it started over by, and actually, you can still see the. Um, oh, the the, the yeah. over by Small World. It looks like a little Alpine village, um, but that's where it's it started. By, in is it by? Is it by Small World or is it over there? It's over in Fantasyland, over by. Um, Casey Jones. Well, see, I think of it being closer to Small World because we've stood there a few times and and watched fireworks. Hmm. Um, but it's like right across. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, so that's where it took off, and then it it went to Tomorrowland, and then back. But you could see like everything, obviously. Um, but I think it was, I don't think it was one of the original, um, and I would know that if I was feeling better, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but it was there for a long time and they did a lot of improvements to it because it wasn't, they found safe, out it wasn't yeah. the safest thing in the world. Um, but I always liked it, even though I don't like heights. Um, I always loved it. It's just, I guess it's kind of one of those things where I don't like heights, but I love roller coasters. <laughs> but one thing that always scared me on that was when you go across the, the wheel cables. Um, and oh, the clunk, clunk clunk? Yeah, yeah, I used to get so scared, but I still rode it. <clears throat> yeah, I never had the I never had the privilege of riding on that because that, that went extinct long before I went to the park. Yes. Too bad. I know. I think that would be kind of cool. We did something like that at the San Diego Zoo, I believe, right? They have something like that? They do have something like that at the San Diego Zoo. Very cool. Yeah. So what's your final one? Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. That doesn't surprise me. I loved that show. I know a lot of people made fun of it. A lot of people hated that show, thought it was a waste. 
But I just, I adored that show, mainly probably because I loved the movies, the series of movies and the TV series, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, obviously, you know, it was it was a 3D, um, kind of like an audience interactive sort of uh, show over by um, Space Mountain. And I think, is Captain EO still there now? Captain EO is still there. Okay, so it's in the theater that Captain EO is in. And like I said, it was based on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, Wayne Zielinski is winning some kind of award and, you know, things things happen and when he's trying to show his uh, shrink ray off and lo and behold, all of us audience people get shrunk down to the size of a pinhead <laughs> and there's bees and, you know, bugs and stuff like that that attack and I just, I, I liked it because it was fun, especially, especially when it was really hot some of those days that got really hot at Disney. Mm-hmm. It was a great way to sit in there for about 20 minutes or so. And speaking of hot, the air conditioner just kicked on. Um, great way to cool off and, and just have fun. And you got spritzed with water, too. Yeah, that kind of always grossed me out a little bit, though. Oh, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Sorry. I enjoyed that. I mean, it was it was fun. I, I'd i like to see that, that, that show come back, but it won't. It, it's... it's it's not relevant anymore. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is gone. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. There, there are plenty of other things that we we could have talked about and gone into, but um, we didn't have to. We don't have time. But we'd love to hear your, you guys's, you guys's stuff. What, <laughs> do, what kind of things do you miss at the Disneyland Resort, and uh, and why? What are some of your favorite things? Why don't you send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net. And if you want to, you could even record your voice and send it, and we'll put it on the show. What do you think about that, Joyce? That sounds like a good idea. Very cool. Well, that's episode 109 wrapped up in a couple of Sniffly Snuffleupagus's podcast hosts. Hey, if you have any interesting Disney stories, we want to hear about them. You can send those to us at talespodcast at cox.net. And if you checked out our sponsor, Randy Crane, from Master Vacations, you really should, especially if you're thinking about taking a vacation. Now, Randy's a great guy and loves Disney as much as we do. So if you're looking for an honest travel agent who can get you the best deal on just about any vacation, give Randy a shout. You can find him at www.randyc hyphen mouseearvacations.com and you can read all about him on our sponsor page at www.tellscast.com and he has a new website by the way do you know what that is nope it's www.imadaddynow.com <laughs> and don't forget to check out all oh, hack subscribe to our youtube channel at www.youtube.com slash talespodcast. We post all kinds of fun videos there, and you're not going to want to miss them. We post videos there like the Electronica guy, that that laser dude, laser man. (laughs) And be sure to follow us on Twitter for any cool updates or announcements. You can find us at Tales Podcast. And did you know that we have a Facebook page? We do? Yep. Just go to Facebook and search for Tales from the Mouse House Podcast, and be sure to like us while we're there. Like so many people already have. We've gotten so many new f- likes this week. I know. Actually, the past couple of weeks. And we're very thankful. And if you'd like to submit a review of a Disney movie or maybe an attraction or restaurant, we want to hear about them. And please, how about hopping over to iTunes and leave some feedback and ratings for the show? Boy. 
We like Tigger. The wonderful things about Tigger. We really need your positive feedback and ratings. Five stars would help push the show up. So if you like the podcast, why not tell everyone so they can like it too? And that would help the show be found easier. As always, if you'd like to send us a comment or just say, Hiya, pal! You can send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net. Leave us voicemail on the hotline at 304-TALES23. Send us a tweet or message on Facebook or just think happy thoughts our way. This podcast is copyright 2015 by Storyteller Audio Productions. All Disneyland music and related materials remain the property and copyright of the Disney Company. Thanks for tuning in and welcoming us into your home. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Achoo! He's heading for a little bit of trouble. He's heading for a little bit of danger. Time to be turning around. Time to be turning around. Time to be turning around.